Hello and welcome to the Caffeinated Bantercast. This podcast is dedicated and covers various topics about video games. Your host, and more or less returning every week, are three friends with the same passions for games and caffeinated beverages. Rezobasso, Cold Death and Jennifer, also known as Lady Sugar Cube. Have fun with this week's episode! Recording by podcasting, podcasting, okay, both scenes are correct. I have my notes for Pac-Man later. Okay, put this here. There we go. All right. You are a suspiciously quiet bird. <laughs> Warming up for later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One sec. Let me go handle this right quick. I love this bird to death, but uh, I know better. <laughs> I try, I've done. A... I've done recordings where I didn't cover her, and I'm like, look, look. I don't need to do much. Just, just be quiet, please. <laughs> please, just don't. Please, please, I beg you. Please, just, just, like. Do you have a picture of her? I, I can. Or what I, kind uh, of? Just, it's, she's a tiny bird. She's a finch. She's super tiny. One sec. Okay. One sec. I got you. Okay. I, 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 I got you, Jennifer. Look, Jane, I need you to stay still for me. Please. Uh, please. Please. pictures i don't like it no <laughs> i'm shy apparently the bird can't deal with you either uh, yeah <laughs> we have to deal with each other all right <laughs> okay there we go let's see <laughs> okay i can i can make her out somehow <laughs> between the cage Oh, okay. Is it a zebra thing? Cool. Oh, he's not paying attention. I promise. Relax. I need an owl. So, is she a zebra finch? Alright. What now? Is she a zebra finch? Looks like it. I think so. Okay. She, uh, see, the thing is, I don't mind her chirping because it's actually really nice when I'm not trying mm -hmm. to get work done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, her know. chirping doesn't bother me. Like, it's actually kind of calming for me. But when I'm trying to actually get stuff done, and due to the fact that she's situated literally right behind me, and I'm mm -hmm. using a mic that records mm -hmm. directly in front of it. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just saying it uh, doesn't work out the way you expect sometimes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, ass. Okay, ass effect is there. Nice, nice. I mean. Okay, <laughs> we're we're ready. Shit. <laughs> oh dear. All right. Um. Welcome back to a bootylicious episode of the caffeinated banter episode one hundred and three. Mm. We're, we're 
get, we're getting toned this episode, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're all ready, because I'm not. I'm, I'm not ready. <laughs> uh, not, I'm not. I'm not ready for all this jelly. But I hope you are on this wonderful Sunday. Guys, it's like 13 degrees outside where I live right now. So okay. it's a little chilly. Mm. Gotta have to put on some layers. Just letting y'all know. <laughs> put some layers uh-huh. on. So, um, in my week this week, I beat uh, Like a Dragon. Ah. Ooh. And wow. I cried. Really? Its ending is so sad. Ooh. Like, here's the thing. Ichiban is such a great character. Like, He's like the not like the he's the guy you don't want bad shit to happen to, right? Oh. And like the last like three chapters of the game, everything possibly bad that could happen happens to this man. Damn. And like I I get that the game wants to end on like a optimistic things can only get better note. I get oh. that. <laughs> But that doesn't change the fact that you just stomped this good man into the dirt. <laughs> that doesn't... <laughs> oh, my God. It's so... Oh, Jesus Christ. This game is so painful at the end. Like, the la- the ending Oof. scene before the credits is fucking heartbreaking. It's fucking heartbreaking. I was like, oh, my God. Can we stop? The kid's already down. You stomped him enough. Please stop. Oh God, I it hurt, man. I I fucking love this game, but that ending fucking hurt. I was like, God damn, the sequel better not be this heartbreaking. I swear to God. <laughs> I like this character way too fucking much to be dealing with this shit. Y'all need to stop. People stand this game too, so I'm like, man, y'all lied to me. This game was fantastic up until like chapter twelve. <laughs> chapter at once you hit chapter twelve, I swear to God, the game is like, all right, bitches, hope you're ready for heartbreak. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, it's it's fucking heartbreaking, man. I don't even like. Just look, the game is fantastic. I will say that. I will defend this game till the day I die. But god damn, that is uncalled for. I felt abused. <laughs> that, that was ab- that was abusive, entirely unfair that I had to deal with that shit. I beat the game, I think, in like three sittings. So like I sat down, I did a normal I did a normal sitting once that was for about an hour. And then I did two sittings of about three hours or so. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I beat the game, and I'm like, oh, oh my god! But I did hit that point. I've been telling people about that point when like the game jumps up in difficulty, hard fucking core. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because I was level thirty-seven ish when I hit that point, and the next mm-hmm. boss you fight in the game is level fifty. Oh, okay. That's a that's oh, difference. wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yo, that yo, I was fifty-two, all right? I uh, had some uh, of the best I have some of the most upgraded weapons for some of my characters. So I know for a fact I could handle it. Bruh, this boss uh-huh. gave me trouble. He didn't kill me, but fuck. <laughs> and I got to the boss after him, and that boss was level fifty-nine. Well. And I was only like level fifty-six 
ish. I gained some levels before mm-hmm. uh, from the boss and all the encounters I had to do. I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he almost killed me too. Oh. I was like, God damn, uh, game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Here, here's how close I was to dying. He would have killed me if I hadn't have pulled off a perfect uh, timed block. Oh, nice. nice. He yeah. left. He left Ichiban with I want to say about fifty health, and he could have done way more than that. Like he, t- I had about two hundred ish health, and he was dealing at times almost three hundred. Yeah. Yeah, he he KO, he could straight out KO one of my cast one of my casters if you catch mm-hmm. my drift like in a single attack. So yeah, yeah mm-hmm. fuck that. That was rough. That was <laughs> Jesus Christ. So yeah, I did it. I beat the game. Uh, one, someone I know was like, "Yo, it took you long enough." I'm like, "Took you? What do you the fuck? You uh, mean it took me long enough?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's normal, I think, for a Yakuza game. And I'm like, took me long. What the fuck? He's like, you should have been done within a while ago. I'm like, what the fuck no. you mean, though? Dude, this is a real game, not the shit that they are doing right now. <laughs> like, the fuck you mean? So I looked it up, right? So I was like, all right, I'll do some research. So, like, I started the game at launch, November 10th. So I just looked up another YouTuber who does something like me, John Awesome, right? And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. he started the same exact day. When did he finish it? It took me like a month longer, but again, I'm also okay. I was also doing two other games at the same exact time, so mm-hmm. you know I don't think it took me that much longer. No. Yeah, how, how long is your playtime round yeah, about? Yeah, that is. Yeah. Uh, you know what? One sec, I will tell you. Um, All let right. me pull up. I will yeah. just pull up the actual video in question. <laughs> <laughs> There I don't to beat.com says that if you do the main story, it is about 46 hours. On average, yep. Yeah. But if you do some extras or going for completionist. Yeah. Completionist can uh, double that easily. Yeah. No, if you're no, if you're if you're crazy and going for a completionist, you're gonna be at, you're gonna be at this shit for a while. Yeah. yeah especially with all those mini games and all, mm-hmm. as is usual was... with the Yakuza. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to point that out. Uh, mm. Come on, where is it? I know, I know. The game asked me to save it at some point. Mm-hmm. Right, the game I does can... have a uh, was it the management mini game and? Oh no, I did. I maxed that shit out the second I unlocked that uh-huh. shit. <laughs> and that that was a solid eight hours of work. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was eight hours straight of effort. Um. Is I it can't... with DLC or without that you did it? What do you mean? Because the DLC uh, includes uh, characters for the management. Uh, a mixture. Game, I didn't. Is... I didn't use the characters right away because they cost. They cost uh-huh. too much money uh, to pay them. And they're pretty OP, from what I heard. Yeah. No. They're they're busted. I did use them. I'm not going to deny that, though. Mm-hmm. I absolutely yeah. did use them. But I didn't use them until a little <laughs> later when I could actually afford mm-hmm. to pay them. Because mm-hmm. elsewise, you're digging yourself kind of a big hole business-wise. Uh-huh. I'm trying to pay them. But no, once you get to a certain point, fuck yeah, use them. Because they fucking, Jesus Christ, they make mm-hmm. their money back so easily. 
Uh, it mm-hmm. looks like I was pushing around the general about sixty-ish, seventy-ish hours. Huh. Mm, that's yeah, that's fair. That's around the average time for main plus extras. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. I didn't do ever. I didn't do all the extras. There was still stuff I still should have stuff I wanted to do that mm-hmm. I couldn't do. Um, there's also two DLC jobs in the game that you get yet you uh-huh. can get called matriarch and devil rocker i got matriarch the problem with the dlc jobs is that you can't get a better weapon for them until almost chapter 10 uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, yeah the dlc in the with this game isn't that great yeah no the deal the, the, the thing is the dlc jobs are great because like matriarch uh-huh. gives you a variety of attacks because you get you get physical, so like punching attacks, you get bladed attacks, and you also get gun attacks, which covers like three different kinds of damage, which is fantastic. The problem is you don't, you can't really do much with those characters with that class until like chapter 10 when you can get a better weapon for them. So it's, mm-hmm. their stuff will like, it's not worth using them, which is yeah. really annoying. So, uh, yeah, I, I messed with that for a bit uh, towards the end of the game. Uh-huh. But then eventually, once I got to like the end, end with the last few bosses, I had to switch out to like the good characters I had because I'm like, yo, fuck this! I I need all the power I can get. <laughs> yeah, so about mm-hmm. seven, about sixty plus hours. I'm pushing almost seventy on my Final Fantasy IX save. Mm-hmm. That hurts because I did not think it was gonna take me that long, but it turns out. Doing as many things as I'm doing by choice, which I think is the thing that hurts me the most, is that I chose to do this. It wasn't pushed upon me. It was by choice. Mm-hmm. Yo, this, this sucks. I, I did this to myself. I'm sorry. I. It's like it's like it's one thing if like if like you're obligated to do something that's shitty. It's another thing when you obligate yourself to do it. Then it just mm, that's that's tough. That's fucking tough. Uh, before I end this, I uh, I got mm-hmm. I got half my order that I uh, ordered uh-huh. online. Um, I got it overseas from Europe. Uh, my Atelier Ryza Two for Switch. I didn't get my PS4 uh-huh. copy though. They only sent me my Switch one. Uh-huh. Why did you order that from Europe? Uh, because getting it here is a pain in the ass. Ah. Uh-huh. Okay. And it's actually it was actually considerably cheaper to for me to import huh. it. Like, huh. like consider <laughs> considerably cheaper. Um here. So in America I could in America I could pick up each of these for fifty nine ninety nine, which boils down to something like uh sixty two dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? That's like sixty two bucks a piece. Uh, the switch the regular price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the switch version I got for fifty two dollars. The PS four hmm. version I got for fifty bo- for fifty dollars. Well, yeah, that's definitely good. Yeah, no. I'm not. And then you know, even if you include tax, I didn't pay shipping. Mm. It's it's a uh-huh. hundred. It's a hundred. No shipping. Was, oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, no ship, no shipping. So. Huh. Where did you get it from? Uh, it's a website called Shop for Megastore. Ah, yeah, okay, I'm familiar with them. Yeah, so that's why if I if I want to get something that I know I'm gonna have, because these games don't stick around here in America that long. I don't know if you've heard, but like mm. trying to get a copy yeah. of the first of the first uh, Rise mm-hmm. game is a fucking nightmare. If you want it bad enough, you you can pay almost twice as much and get it, but fuck that noise. 
So yeah, they probably didn't uh, count on it being sold that well and didn't yeah, make enough uh, copies for retail. Yeah, it it sold it sold well enough to where now trying to get even through Amazon is a pain in the ass because now you're paying like mm. six uh, seventy eighty dollars for a copy. So I if it's something if it's something I know I'm not gonna be able to just go into a store at my leisure and buy. I just order it now because mm. I mean shit, dude. If I can save almost eighteen dollars, I mean why the fuck wouldn't I? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So that's what I did, ladies and gents. <sighs> All right. Bad. Uh, um, I'm thinking Jennifer. <laughs> okay. Uh, nothing much happened. Um, but uh, I actually went back to a game that I reviewed and had been taking quite a lot of time. Um. The one that I'm talking about is The Longing. Um, <laughs> so, basically, for everyone not being familiar with it, it is a game where you can do a lot and not much particularly. Of course, you can explore the whole world where a little creature is... Yeah bound to yeah let's let's say it like that and um, the objective you have is to wake up the king that is sleeping for 408 and um, it's entirely up to you what you do in the meantime but you have to wait for 400 days and not in-game days actual days hmm. which means I think I got the yeah, I got it fairly long before the game was out to review so I could gather some sort of information and even test it for some bugs and um, help the developer resolving that kind of issues. Um, I think it was a month before it was released last year and um, I occasionally went back to it to do a little bit and um, yeah, just... Yeah, play a little bit of uh, leisure round of the longing, <laughs> because yeah, you you can't really run or rush anything in there, and uh, exploring is something in there. The cave and the system behind it is just like real life. You can skip ahead. You can make him the character you're controlling move any faster. So you're bound to sit in front of your screen and watch him walk from A to B. But um, basically the thing is, what happens after 400 days? And when I just came back to it, it doesn't matter if you are go over the 400 days or wait exactly to hit the date and um, yeah, check on it. So the timer that had been on the top of the screen showed zero. So I went to the king and um, yeah, woke him up. And the next thing, yeah, let, let's say if you plan to play it, just skip a little bit ahead. <laughs> because I'm going to spoil the ending here. 
Um, unless you guys stop me now. I mean, it's up to you. <laughs> I would have done it anyway. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, lol, oh, I'm going to spoil this bitch regardless. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> well, to be fair, there are, there are a few endings because obviously I haven't been waiting to, you know, post my review after the 400 days and completing it. That is some sort of games like this are the the basic kind of thing that you can you know argue with yeah do you have to you know finish a game or can you play a good amount of it and still write a review of it but yeah um basically what you do when you wake up the king is that he takes you on your hand gets up off from his throne and the whole world collapses not just the cave the whole world and Everything you see is just a black screen saying it had it had been done. This is the ending. The longing is over. And we now exist in a state where you don't have to long for anything and everything is free from pain and anything. Loneliness. And stuff like that. And I was just like, okay, that so the, escalated kind of quickly. <laughs> so the gaming industry is over? Yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> huh. Uh, I'd be okay with it. I could probably. Yeah, I don't same. know what I would do, but I could probably like read or something, right? That's what yeah. What do normal people do now? <laughs> uh, Netflix, reading. No reading, not so much, I guess. What's normal? I can't relate. So yeah, yeah. That's basically the ending. And um, some some uh, guy wrote under. I think it was around Christmas under my review. Um, can you actually say why it's Peggy thirteen? Because I'm thinking of getting it for my boy. Because I think he would like that kind of game and i was just like yeah how old is your your son um as far as i know he hasn't he hadn't been responding to that but um i said if if you want to i can recommend you another kind type of game um that is similar to it but uh, i wouldn't actually recommend it for uh, yeah children under that age because like we discussed in the in the past, the that thing is there for a reason, and it's a pain to to argue against it. And mm-hmm. it's it's good for him to ask actually, and it's okay to doubt sometimes the the rating on that package because it doesn't look like it would be some sort of yeah some sort of dark game or anything. It, it and that's the magic about it. It looks kind of harmless and. You can't really tell what you have to expect from it um, if you're just, you know, getting some screenshots or uh, doing some sort of research for it. It looks basically really harmless and you can't really understand why it's Peggy 13 and rated for uh, 13 and higher. But as you play along, the whole atmosphere is kind of... Yeah, it is... 
not the most cheerful. I mean, you're in an underground cave and the sound effects were really well made. I think I was, um, if I remember right, I was uh, noting down in my review that the whole atmosphere was created really beautifully and um, the indie developer did really good in that regard but um when that little creature the, the little shader as i was naming it and it's his name officially too um walks around he sometimes says stuff like this i don't see the sense of it anymore or um i'm all alone i don't know what to do i feel worthless and stuff like that which is depending on the situation reasonable and you can reflect that on some different kind of yeah situations uh his reactions i mean because if he says i don't see the sense anymore it could be life in general his life or the whole task that he had given to but um i really don't i can't stress this enough i can't really recommend it comfortably to yeah children under 13 or anything like that because of that and seeing and experiencing the ending i definitely would have said no please <laughs> please don't, don't get it for you no oh, please no. don't let your kid <laughs> yeah but you know it's funny you say that because then you see games like smash brothers where it's like we all could agree like kids can play that mm -hmm. right like no no one mm -hmm. here is going to be like kids can't but if you actually look at it smash brothers rated t yeah that's true so it's That's it's true. it's one of those really weird things to where it's like a game mm -hmm. like Smash, which I don't think any of us would look at and be like, yeah, kids can't play kids can't play that. Like I'm not gonna, yeah. I wouldn't stop a kid from playing it. But then you, if you were to like look at the rating on the box, right? Mm -hmm. Took it seriously. It says T for teen. Well, you know, and not to mention that T for teen thing, man. That's 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 uh. There are some games that end up T for teens. I'm like, fuck, really? <laughs> this is for teens? Oh. Really? For teens. <laughs> okay. Like the first Splinter Cell, I think, was for T. I don't think that was... Was the first Splinter Cell? Hmm. One second. I mean, the first Super Smash Bros. was rated E for everyone. Which is hmm. interesting. Because yeah. I was... Remember... I remembered briefly how old I had been when I was playing the Super Smash Bros., the first one for the Nintendo 64. And I was wondering if my mother <laughs> kind of was like, yeah, okay, you can get it, and didn't pay attention to the rating at all. Or if it was okay, actually. I was kind of doubting that right now when you said that the new Super Smash Bros. is rated T for teens. So, yeah. I was... Yeah. <laughs> but still, well, I think the first Super Smash Bros. wasn't rated T uh, because... It was fairly say... basic. Basic looking. You probably couldn't have... I mean... Yeah. It yeah, didn't really it do a lot to. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think so too. But yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it. CD. For, uh, yeah. Yes. Bases are loaded. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Well, yeah. If, if there's two for me, strikes. It's been, 
<laughs> Let's see. Uh, of course, a bit uh, more of Path of Exile uh, continuing that season. I started out a new character there, which I don't know. I'm not sure if I mentioned that already last time uh, that I started a new character, but you did. Uh, and this time I'm. Mm, this time I went by a, um, a guide uh, that's more specific for a poison archer, mm-hmm. which works quite nicely so far. And I'm uh, obvious. I'm I'm just around uh, the same uh, area where I went with my first character in the third act. That's Working well, doing better damage than with the previous one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these guides usually do help. I was just reluctant to do it at the first time because I just wanted to try it a bit. Okay. And besides that, uh, I'm just just before this uh, recording, I uh, went ahead and finished up the third chapter in uh, Shining Force. Mm-hmm. I nice. just had one. I just had one map uh, to clear, which, uh, well, I mean, when I start out the, when you start out the game, you think, okay, this seems to be um, pretty much <clears throat> standard fantasy world with uh, centaurs, flying birdmen, stuff like that. Then mm-hmm. as you go along, you notice, hmm, there's a bit more here, like, uh, Mechanical constructs. Uh, someone's working on a um, something to help him fly, and oh, the enemy is digging out a laser eye. Huh. <laughs> and in that last map, you had to be careful uh, because every uh, five turns or so, that laser eye would uh, fire and would pretty much hit every character that's on the bridge on a, in a certain uh, in a three three row area something like that jesus and it uh, doesn't matter if it's your own uh, unit or an enemy unit so mm-hmm. it also cleared out of one or two enemies so thanks for that <laughs> great mm-hmm. Which uh, I'm sure that's um, just to show uh, that the enemy doesn't care if uh, it kills a few of its own units, but mm-hmm. might also have been kind of the limitations of the AI programming back then, because <laughs> they they just stood there and didn't react, because uh, mm-hmm. obviously my units weren't in the area yet. Yeah. <laughs> so they just stood there and then the laser fired and they took damage. Whoops. Hmm. Whoopsie doodles. Mm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, after that uh, mission, I also got another new character, another one of the centaur units, mm-hmm. which I'm going to see how, how good that one is. <laughs> but currently I have a nice mix of characters. Some close combat regular units, uh, two healers, and two mages, two bird um, birdmen, which are quite useful against uh, 
some enemies uh because mm-hmm. they obviously don't care if there's uh, something some obstacle in the way or if there's uh there's a mountain or something they just fly mm-hmm. everywhere yeah they just can't they just can't take a lot of hits uh from most enemies and uh, depending on the enemy type they don't do much damage oh okay that reminds That's, me uh, of uh, Fire mm-hmm. Emblem. There's this, yeah, on, there's yeah. this ongoing joke about how Pegasus knights are afraid of bows and arrows. They, they're, they're weak mm-hmm. against arrows. And in mm-hmm. and, and Fire uh-huh. Emblem 7, there's this, there's this great scene that emphasizes that. Because the first Pegasus knight you meet is called Priscilla. And she is uh-huh. deathly afraid of bow and arrows. And I don't just uh-huh. mean like she's afraid. I mean like paralyzed fear of bow and arrows because <laughs> she meets one of your team members who is an archer and she is terrified uh-huh. and i'm uh-huh. like and i'm like yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah and those birdmen are relatively similar because uh one of them had 20 hp and uh mm-hmm. one of the enemy archers attacked the unit and uh what was it 16 damage oof oof yeah that's unfortunate mm-hmm a little <laughs> thankfully i can just uh could just move him back again after that and put him uh, up to the healer and then that problem wasn't there uh, much longer. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> All right. And I could move them uh, at some point. I could move them to the laser eye, but uh, yeah, that one had 30 HP and one of those uh, birdmen did one damage. So <laughs> I had to quickly move my other units there as well. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Yep, that's uh, that's my gaming week this time. I'm definitely going to continue with Shining Force because mm-hmm. I also uh, experimented a bit with the CRT filters that I mentioned mm-hmm. in the chat, which yeah. makes it look definitely a bit nicer. Oh, nice. Because yeah. you have that same effect with your CRT where your pixels, uh, the pixel art is obviously limited resolution in that generation and that mm-hmm. makes it look better i don't know man i like i like my sharp pixels though yeah sure that's it has an advantage but depending on the uh, art it does give it uh give it more the look that it had back then yeah mm. and it's still sharp enough just a bit more nuanced uh, in parts I have been messing around with a few filters on RetroArch on my uh, mm-hmm. media PC since I now since that system can more than easily do whatever I want to do emulation wise. So I do uh-huh. mess around with those. So I'm like, oh wow, RetroArch has so many more features than I remember it having. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I could do so much more with this now. Ooh, <laughs> oh, I have so many options. Oh boy, uh-huh. and I got the horsepower to back it up. Heck yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, yeah if you haven't tried it out uh have a look at the uh, crt easy mode fil- shader ah, i'll take a look at it 
given the fact I was playing most of my retro stuff on a CRT TV for the longest time, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I, when I got those uh, HDMI uh, consoles for uh, Sega Genesis and SNES, I ditched the CRT because uh-huh. at that point I'm like, eh, eh. I don't need it. It's Obviously. Not, mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, I can yeah. play my SNES games now on a modern screen and they look fantastic. I don't need this anymore. This is no longer necessary. <laughs> All right. So, uh, time to embrace some news stories. <laughs> yes. So, Embracer Group as adds Asper Media in Easy Brain mm-hmm. to Studio Lineup. So, uh, the the uh, Embracer Group is a T is the THQ Nordic parent company. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they are the the umbrella in which this is all happening, and they have acquired. Whew, they have acquired some new stuff. Uh, according to an official uh-huh. Embracer press release, the group has acquired Asper Media for an initial sum of one hundred million. Sixty forty split between cash, and new Embracer B shares. There also they are there's also potentially another three hundred and fifty million on the way if certain conditions of the purchase agreement are fulfilled. Embracer will place Aspira under the care of the subsidiary Saber Interactive. Um let me see here. In addition, they've also uh they'll be merging with Easy Brain, a mobile developer best known for casual titles based on Sudoku and other puzzle games. The merger between them is is worth a potential seven hundred sixty five million dollars, uh, with one hundred twenty five million of that coming as part of performance targets being hit. Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. It's also it's also very important to know. Uh, this is the same uh, em, uh, embracer also ac- also uh, acquired uh, the Borderlands developer Gearbox. Yes. At one point, or I don't remember when they acquired them. I know, I know, I read about them being acquired, but they they did acquire it them as well a few days ago. So just oh. the news came out pretty much uh, at the same time, a few hours uh, in between. So mm-hmm. we're so we're talking about like the uh, this that that particular deal could potentially exceed one billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah. Jesus Christ, talk about embracing. God damn. <laughs> but this does kind it's of make me scary. like a little concerned. Not like super concerned. Huh? Like a little bit. Okay. So. Like, I mean, when you think about it, you're like a lot of the, these studios are all becoming now like merged together under like single parent companies now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but they're still independent in terms mm-hmm. of their projects and all. So. Yeah, they're still they're working uh, on uh, currently around uh, fifty projects or so, I think. Damn. Under that banner, and well, one of them uh, reportedly might be a Kotor uh, remake. I've heard, which and a... Asper mm. Media apparently has been working on. Mm, um, mm, be... I'm I'm reserving judgment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's I'm... gonna be interesting how that goes. And this also, and uh, that story kind of ties into the fact that uh, EA no long EA I think come twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three will no longer have exclusive rights to the Star Wars. Well, they pretty much already don't uh, because mm-hmm. uh, we've heard several other 
uh, projects being in the works. Yeah, so uh, like but I was Ubisoft, already uh, I was already happy world. to hear that they don't have that. Uh, mm -hmm. We might actually see some decent Star Wars shit being made for a change. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, what was it? Fallen Order was pretty good. Yes, and uh, Squadrons also pretty good from what I heard. So. It's not like they only made bad things, but it's definitely good that it's uh, being spread around. Yeah, I'll see some. We'll see some actual star, some actual Star Wars RPGs at some point. Yeah, let's see how that star, uh, star that open world formula from Ubisoft works with Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! No. Jesus Christ, Embracer! Good Lord! You guys got money to throw, apparently. Fuck me. Yeah, I was just about to say the amount of money. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you know, I we had that conversation about when like Microsoft obtained like the parent company of Bethesda. And we're, mm -hmm. Yeah, we we're just like, think about all that money. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. of that no. money. <laughs> yeah. Which for Microsoft isn't that much. Oh, apparently Microsoft <laughs> made most. Apparently Microsoft made all that back and then some fairly quickly. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't hurt. They weren't hurting yeah. from that from that purchase at all. They made all that back and then some, which I would expect that from fucking Microsoft. Mm. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure. Pretty sure Microsoft could have probably made all that back just from revenue from just like Game Pass, more than likely. I don't think Microsoft's hurting all that much, although. They might not make it. They might not have made it back. They might have made it back a little faster if Microsoft didn't try to up the price of Game Pass by almost double for a year for an entire Life 24. Gold, Pass. Huh? <laughs> Live Gold, not Game Pass. You know what? It's all... <sighs> Who cares? Right? It's all the same. It's all, it's all same-ish. It's all the same general thing. Potato, potato. Yeah. <laughs> Tomato, tomato. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Xbox, PlayStation. It's all. The, it's all the same. It's all. Yeah. It's all the same thing when you really boil it down. It's all. It's like a. It's like a comedian said. He's like. Sonic, Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's all Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo. Don't even know the difference. <laughs> don't even know the difference. Can't even tell. Can't even tell. The Nintendo Mega CD. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They all, they all, they it's all. Like a Jaguar. Yeah, they all play the same games. It's all, it's all the same. Can't even, can't even tell the difference. Wouldn't even know, really. All right. So, in, uh, and I feel like we all saw this coming news. Uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Google Stadia is closing internal game developers. So they uh, Google Stadia will no longer be a game developer. The services studios in Montreal and Los Angeles are shutting down for good. In addition, former Assassin's Creed producer Jade Raymond is leaving the company. Uh, uh, over see uh, about 150 developers will be affected, and it's Montreal and Los Angeles studios, as one might expect. Google is reportedly working with these employees to find new jobs elsewhere god damn man <laughs> look google has always had a shady track record with its ventures as far as like uh -huh. killing off products you know what i mean mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So I'm not surprised that they did yeah. this. Um, but they haven't killed off Stadia yet. This oh, it's, is, it's uh, basically dead. Not encouraging. It's based. Yeah. Come on, mate, dude. I've been around the block with Google products. This is this is basically dead. They're, they're we all have. So, this is yeah. This is oh, dude. This this is uh this is when you tell everybody that like well they're not going to be able to be around for a bit and you're slowly uh, loading the gun, loading the shotgun <laughs> behind the shed. You know what I mean? Shining it up. You know, come on, man. I've been here before. And like. It's not even like Google Stadia was inherent. Well, all right. I was going to say not inherently a bad idea, but the fact that you're making, no. the fact that you thought you could get people to pay full price for games, full price for games that they don't even own. I mean, look, game ownership has always been a weird fucking thing, okay? I, I acknowledge mm -hmm. that. Especially since Steam. Especially since yeah. Steam. Yeah. Right. But. If, but uh, here you if, can't even have a uh, a copy that's on your computer and you run it from there hmm. in no way. So essentially, yeah, you could, uh, in one way or another, could still get a running copy of the game, even if the service doesn't work or if it's it shut down shuts down at some point or whatever. But with Stadia, that's not even that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Stadia was already in a weird spot, and from mm -hmm. what, from all the stuff I'd seen about it, like when the reviews came out, like there's uh, multiple channels have done like follow ups like a year later. These are people uh -huh. who have like fiber based connections. All right, the, their internet and throughput is not the issue here, and they're still getting shitty frame rates. Let alone not being Ooh. able to actually get 4K out of it, which is. Mm -hmm. Just saying, yeah. you advertised it, motherfuckers. At least you could give me what I paid for, but you know, it's yeah. fine. Um, and any anything about those special things that you could do with it, uh, I haven't heard much about that yeah. since they released this. Yeah, no, a lot, a lot of the things that was sort of the pitching point haven't either. They haven't either been well implemented or they're just not being implemented uh -huh. in general. Yeah, mm -hmm. and if Google doesn't isn't bothering with uh, making specialized stuff for it, then why should others? Yeah, no one's gonna mm -hmm. give a fuck about this if you're not gonna yeah. like put forth any fucking effort. Why would they? They have no reason to. They're if... just not to mention like I don't know if there's any extra work to bring your game to Stadia because I don't know what all that involves. Yes. They very, they very likely is, uh, just by the fact that for one, it's uh, Linux-based. From what I remember, it's uh, it's own. Well, it's base. You basically can't really. I don't think you can really just say in your engine if you have a pre, uh, pre-made engine that says, okay, here, put this on Stadia, and that's it. But mm -hmm. you probably have to uh, spare especially adapt some things. Yeah. So okay. obviously there's going to be additional support. I just, uh, I just don't you have to do for see. It. I just don't see why you'd put that much effort into this, mm. like bring a game yeah. over to Stadia. I just don't see yeah. like, especially hmm? go on. Sorry. Especially when, you know, Google isn't really paying that much effort or attention to it. The only impression that I gained 
from you know googly wanting to to do something like that and getting into the gaming business is to have some share of that overall cake if you ask mm -hmm. me and um the dangerous thing with this is and you know with google they had probably more than just two people working on that kind of thing and um you're toying with a lot of you know pe people and uh, their uh, whole lives there because yeah they they are dependent on the job and them just wanting to test out that kind of field because you know they try to sort of multitasking and uh, switching to another field that is not so related to the original kind of thing just a branch i mean i get the idea why and um why they would consider it but it's the wrong kind of way and um you know, it's it's the same thing if you were going into a bakery and they suddenly sell you some radios, for example. It <laughs> just doesn't doesn't really match. And that's the thing that I was learning a lot when I went into school and also with the business kind of thing there and the parts that they, they taught us that you have to, you know, specialize on some sort of thing. You never would expect if you were going out and you know shop for anything like i said with the bakery and then they offer you some sort of radios that you can get that from there and i think with google they kind of thought hey we are so everyone knows us they want to know and get to know and you know they 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 really want to get invested in the kind of thing that we are offering with stadia but newsflash they don't because they didn't read the room really since it's been a debate for a long time especially with older gamers that can afford to get a game you know at full price more likely than the kids that they don't care that they don't actually have a physical copy in hand that many people are fond of having a physical copy here some don't but the majority i'd like to say still wants some physical copies so that's a stupid idea that probably someone had not even playing games themselves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ran over. Sorry. And <laughs> and and this looks so bad it should have been delayed. Quickie story. Prince of Persia, the Santa Time remake release date has been delayed because <laughs> the initial showing for this game was an absolute trash fire. <laughs> Jesus! Yeah. Keep happening. I mean, uh, yeah. And like, this is not not even the first time they delayed it. Like it looks so bad. Did you guys see the initial shit for it? It looks so bad. Like, mm -hmm. guys, why why is your why does your PS2 three why is your PS2 and fucking GameCube version of this game look so much better? <laughs> Why 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 does my purple lunchbox have better visuals than the current generation hardware you're trying to put this thing out to? Yeah. So yeah, it's I I genuinely hope they do better cuz that looks so fucking bad. Oh. But uh that was just a quickie story. Sorry. Uh the, yeah. the actual story, the actual thing we're here to talk about today 
is booty. <laughs> We're here to talk about butts, everybody. We're here to talk about the booty. That is that is why I created this show. That is why this show was made is to talk about that ass. So, for those of you that may not know, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. It's a big deal right now. They're bringing these new. They're bringing these old Mass Effect games to current to current generation. They're gonna have like I guess it's gonna be AI upscaling. Uh, they're using an AI upscaler to make the games look better. Uh, to upscale the games, and from the screenshot they show, they look pretty good. And uh, yeah, the internet they could tone down the uh, lens flares a bit. Yeah, this is not J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, one of the though, one of the things that they've done, and look, I don't have a dog in this battle because I don't care that much about it. But there is a scene I think in Mass Effect Two, where the camera, the way the camera is positioned, uh, it shows a rather wonderful view of Miranda's ass. <laughs> I mean, look, it is it's a wonderful view. Mm. Um. <laughs> And they decide. And uh, an article got dropped on the fifth that says they have decided that they uh, to revi- to revise juvenile scenes like the Miranda butt shot. They're gonna revise it. They're gonna change it. Uh, and hmm. Uh, okay. You know, this doesn't even really like bother me all that much because I I didn't really care about Miranda as a character to begin with, let alone care about her. So I was like, ah. Oh, that's interesting, but you know what's really interesting, really, uh-huh. really interesting that they that they're doing this. Yet, like, it's not like they it's not like there was another character, female character, they decided to change after fan reaction, right? Like uh-huh. when fans got like super horny about a character, right? Uh-huh. Like, like a certain Resident Evil character who turned out to be nine and a half feet tall. <laughs> Just a little bigger. Yeah, a little, little yeah. bigger. A little. I'm just, I'm just really surprised that they wanted like do that. Like, I don't see, I don't see the point in changing the scene. Outside of just being like, oh, why did we do that? Because like you did it to begin with, so clearly you knew it was there. It's not like you accidentally programmed the shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's not like somebody just like accidentally fucking face face plants on their keyboard and then the scene just got filmed the scene just got made that way no you knew what she was doing don't mm-hmm. don't give me this mortal Kombat 11 fucking we grew up <laughs> and it's also not not exactly up. random that it happens yeah there is a connection to the character I I don't know if uh, if it if they had that thought in in that specific scene that's gonna that's going around, but in general, the character is created to be a perfect uh, woman in term at least in terms of the body, and because the her dad, uh, I, I'm not sure if it was I think it was. Uh, Genetically engineered that way? Um, I don't remember. I, I haven't played Mass Effect 2 in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Because I, her dad certainly had that uh, that goal to have a 
a daughter with a perfect body uh, because of his, his narcissism. And yes, it's a little weird, but fair yeah. enough. <laughs> it, sh- sure, it's weird, but there are all sorts of characters in in stories. So, just... and, and it's uh, it's not like it's uh, presented as a positive thing. It's no. definitely uh, definitely done in a in terms of that you should see that as a negative and the character progression in terms of the story is that you see uh get to know the character and the character also develops over time but apparently from uh at least what i've read from liana kersner uh, they didn't get that right in the first two but in the third it they uh, did that better I just I mainly it. Uh, I think it was mainly in the second game. I'm not sure yeah. when she uh, appears first. Mm. Yeah, it's the second game. Yeah, so apparently they improved on writing that character in uh, Mass Effect Three, which uh, also brings the other point that maybe they shouldn't be focusing their resources on things like camera angles. But maybe if they want to touch the game uh, in improve it uh, maybe they should think about that ending yeah for mass effect <laughs> of course 3? that would be um, too much effort <clears throat> too much too much effort for that but there's plenty of we have plenty of time to fucking change camera angles for a fucking for a handful of fucking scenes great uh-huh. great great use of money there people great use of fucking money fantastic fantastic i love it i want more can i have more please can I have the contrast is also really interesting that uh, for some reason female bots bad if it's a mm. man bot like Jin from Ghost of Tsushima that's apparently good solid snake mm. mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i mean that that man had some booty those yeah. it, <laughs> that man had some serious yeah. ass booty <laughs> He had he had cheeks cheeks for fucking mm. days, but ain't There's nobody a got up. Why that? Hmm? Uh, why that tip is going around from uh, the original voice actor? Oh yeah, I was about <laughs> to link that shit too. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. that fucking clip. Of course. <laughs> I'm a one sec. I'm a post it. I'm a post yeah. it here for of you course. guys. Of course. Those things aren't a problem, but yeah. having a butt shot of Miranda, where that's uh, uh, also a point of the character, yeah, of course that's bad because yeah. Uh, yeah. male gaze, obviously. Oh, and that, that, that male... couldn't, there can't be no women that want to look at that either. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Women are women. Women are. Uh... Are, uh, women do like only people. women are pr- <laughs> women are pr- women are prude little angels after all yeah, yeah of course and uh, there's no such thing as uh yeah, lesbian or bi women yeah. at all and, it's not yeah. it's not like i've seen straight it's not like i've never seen straight girls on my twitter thirst after final fantasy mm-hmm. 15 characters that's never fucking happened oh no. wait Ooh, is that too close to home? Sorry. <laughs> hey, you didn't mention certain Pokemon trainers. 
Yeah, I was too. saving Jennifer. I was saving Jennifer on that one. Oh. I wasn't gonna go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. But <laughs> oh, was that her? I oh, oh right. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Oops. It's fine. It's fine. Oh uh, God, uh, this is uh, this is somehow as bad as the MK11 the excuse mm. of like, oh well, we've matured as developers. Now we respect women. Wait, what? Wait. So, <laughs> before, uh, um... wait, wait! I gotta, I gotta, I gotta catch a breath because I've been laughing since yesterday. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we respect women, therefore we changed it now. Wait, uh -huh. what? You you uh -huh. now respect women? Of course. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Tell me more. I don't think that's the save you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. Might not be at all, but yeah, sure. So. I mean, uh, we respect women now. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's why we changed it. <laughs> I mean, you should. I mean,. How can you not Maybe hear use it? that little brain of yours if you can before talking. Yeah. We respect little... women now. We didn't so much about two decades ago. Yeah, back then, not mm. so much. Not so much. <laughs> Actually, I think it would be more like we respect women now because suddenly they're in, because suddenly we have to acknowledge them. But we didn't respect them back then because little <laughs> boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh -huh. Tell, me yeah, this... Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Because boobies. They're dumb. Come on. I'm uh I'm 32 going on 17, fellas. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> I am not I am not the mature individual you all seem to think I am. Ooh. Joke's on you, no one thinks I'm mature, but you know. Yeah, tell these development you. teams certainly seem to have a couple of boobies uh, on them. Yeah, it's fine. I'm sure they'll grow up at some point and respect women, <laughs> <laughs> like reasonable, uh, like reasonable people. I think. All right. Uh -huh. So, in our one thousand and one mm -hmm. games today, we have a Titan. Yes, a uh, hardly known uh, game a released in nineteen eighty. Yeah, yeah, called. Pac-Man, you might have heard of it. Uh, you might have at heard some of point, him. maybe. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of an, an OG. Uh, he's a uh, he's kind of important. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's incredibly a, important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, released both in Japan and in North America in 1980 in July uh, in Japan and then in December in North America quite uh quite fitting to get in on the holiday season there yeah funny how that works out <laughs> uh. yeah, that, that holiday season man people want to get on that shit <laughs> so one of the uh early instances of a name being changed because of um well preventative measures oh well original name was puck man so, P-U-C-K man, and they wanted to prevent people defacing the arcade machines. 
by changing oh 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 okay uh, yeah. i mean like yeah you know what i yeah okay i mm. i i i can't fault them for that that yeah that that's reasonable i get that <laughs> i get i get if i was a rap scallion uh yeah if i was a rap scallion in my youth i probably would do it too so <laughs> i uh i i could forgive them for that that makes sense Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it certainly turned out fine with that name. This uh, Pac-Man was huge for a variety of reasons. Uh, one, yeah, Pac-Man was easy to play. That's important. Mm-hmm. That's very important. Yeah. Pac-Man was in- at least easy to start. Yeah, it was easy to mm-hmm. start, easy to get into, mm-hmm. and like yeah. that meant everybody was playing Pac-Man. Mm-hmm kids parents any everybody everybody was playing pac-man it it, i do you have the numbers on what that game generated yes uh first uh, at first when it released in japan uh, there it had only modest success okay galaxian that released at around that time was more popular but yeah, in North America, it uh, well pretty much became a nationwide success. They sold more than one hundred thousand arcade units within one year, Fuck. and those grossed uh, more than a billion dollars in quarters. Wow! <laughs> yeah, okay. it overtook <laughs> Asteroids as the best-selling arcade game. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> By 82, they had an estimated 30 million active players across the U.S. Jesus. Some, yeah, some arcades purchased entire rows of those cabinets. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's... Good God. When arcades were still big. Good God. Mm-hmm. And then, in a fantastic piece of marketing... They they decided they were gonna change it up and create a different arcade cabinet for the ladies. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> this was already well, this was already kind of for the ladies, kind of because the amount of people playing it uh, were well, there were quite a significant amount of uh, women among them. I was, but of course, yeah. Miss Pac-Man also came they afterwards. Made, hey, they made the Miss Pac-Man game, and that did gangbusters. Uh-huh. Fucking, but I, if I recall, I was seeing you would you could find um, Pac-Man fucking arcade or arcade cabinets and arcades up until fucking like the end of arcades. Mm. Yeah, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt it. I know. I know the last art, the last true arcade I went to that wasn't like a restaurant arcade. Uh, that would have been just around the year two thousand, and they had, they had a couple of Pac Man arcades, along with all the modern stuff. So I mean, even even when the game, even by then, the people they still found value in Pac Man. Mm-hmm. It was still worth keeping around, even if it was outdated at that point. But again. Pac-Man's one of those things to where it's like no matter how old it gets, it it's it's like fucking Uno. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't you don't you don't you don't outage that shit. You know what I mean? Like Pac-Man's just gonna be here. It's just 
it's just gonna it's gonna exist no matter what you do especially mm-hmm. especially now that you know that that lovely little pac-man character is in a little little unknown fighting game little <laughs> little indie title oh. of a fighting game almost two games two games in a row now a little oh, game really? called uh smash brothers never heard of mm-hmm. it no <laughs> <laughs> there must be something new yeah it's, in, it's, incre- yeah, yeah. it's incredibly new it's totally underground uh-huh. totally yeah, underground okay. and mm. even at the time uh when it got converted into other to other systems um yeah even the bad ports uh had a chance of success like you remember that atari 2600 uh port of pac-man now if i recall didn't they have to rush to get that one out wasn't that the one they had to like rush really hard (laughs) to get that one made and like it came out and people people were like upset that it wasn't what they thought it was going to be and then like the dev was like guys there's no way (laughs) guys there's no no, i don't guys lower your expectations there is no way we were going to be able to get that on this (laughs) (laughs) you know the problem uh a problem was with that is that uh Todd Fry was the uh, developer they assigned, and he wasn't provided with any arcade design specifications. Oh, no. Oh, that's not good. No. (laughs) And it took him um, overall six months to Mm -hmm. complete that port. And yeah, the inaccuracies uh, were pretty much the criticism and well it still managed to sell around seven million copies <laughs> <laughs> you know nice. you, you know yeah. you know how i say you you know how i say you talk with your wallet mm-hmm. <laughs> people mm-hmm. at the time apparently didn't <laughs> so nothing <laughs> nothing has changed <laughs> they had one job uh- one job and that was to not buy this game and everyone's like oh no my money it's flying out of my wallet straight to the cashier no, no yeah, again. <laughs> i already purchased et i didn't want this too <laughs> apparently that kind of thing happened even before steam sales seven million Please no. <laughs> I don't want this. Oh no, it's in my cart. Yeah. My money's <laughs> flying out of my wallet. <laughs> <sighs> sorry, sorry, it's fine. It's fine. Just, just having. So back, back in the day, I'm pretty sure I had, I played the original at some point in some version, but. What I mainly remember is seeing other uh, versions around. Like this thing had so many clones and other other versions uh, over the time. Back in the day, I think the one that I saw most was a version called CD Man in uh, the window of a store. CD which, Man. Yeah, which looked graphically quite 
different mainly from the labyrinth graphics mm -hmm. the character was pretty much the same the palettes obviously it was uh, the bits more where as i'm saying high def would be a bit overstating it <laughs> but I, I the resolution was overall bigger in the graphics there in comparison to the uh original arcade version so obviously high, that high, i think it's on my uh donkey kong country cart i think it's on that one that says like high definition graphics or on the box <laughs> it's like high uh, definition graphics at a blazing 240p it's an hd texture it's a sharper yellow <laughs> <laughs> We had we had access to more shades of colors. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! Yes. The ghosts suddenly were more uh, defined. You know, it it does it does sort of speak to Pat. I mean, obviously, in today's day and age, over the last like twenty years, almost every almost everything generationally has been like re-released. But it does speak to Pac-Man, though, mm -hmm. that like Pac-Man was relevant enough to not only do what it did get released upon i think pretty much get released almost every generation it could possibly be released at some point mm -hmm. and then even on windows phone 7. <laughs> i hate that you're right though <laughs> i hate it mm -hmm. i hate it so much hmm. uh that that like it ends up on like say like pac-man ended up in a smash brothers game not only ended mm -hmm. up in a Smash Brothers game, but he's bad. He's still in it. Like he's probably gonna be a mainstay now. I mean, think about that for a second. Mm -hmm. Like they even poke fun at Pac-Man when they introduce him by putting him, I think, next to Game and Watch. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like time-wise, they were released. They were about. They were roughly around the same time as each other. So like. Mm -hmm. The joke is they go back in time and there's Game and Watch because he's been in the game for all this time. And then Pac-Man shows up and it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, cool. Alrighty. Yeah, you, you can't get rid of Pac-Man. Pac-Man is a. There has even been a an arcade release of world's largest Pac-Man in 2015. Oh. Which isn't that uh, far <coughs> in the past. Wasn't there like, there was like an HD Pac-Man game. Wasn't there Pac-Man tournament or um, uh -huh. tournament edition or something? It was a, it was an uh, Xbox Live download title, I think. I think it was. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not... Yeah, championship edition. Yeah, see, there you go. That one was from 2007, originally. And then there was another, the DX version in 2010. It also came out uh, to PSN and Windows, mm -hmm. which has been renamed in 2013 uh, to DX+. I'm guessing that it's got some sort of uh, improvement over time. Yeah. yeah, we had quite a few. Oh, yeah. And there's also a uh, Stadia Pac-Man oh, Mega Tunnel Battle. Of course, <laughs> of of oh. course. Yo, when's Pac-Man 35 gonna be on Nintendo? Like mm -hmm. Pac Pac-Man 100, you know, like the fucking Battle Royale Pac-Man. Oh, yeah, that's. Yeah. Mm. 
<laughs> what? We have a Battle Royale Mario. We have a Battle Royale Tetris. You might as well do one for Pac-Man. I think Pac. Yeah. I think Pac-Man is is just old, is uh, legacy enough that he yeah. deserves one. Mega Tunnel Battle is a Battle Royale. Oh well, it's a never 64 mind. Sixty-four player Battle Royale on Stadia, and oh, let's see, see. see. Uh, there was one on the arcades that was called Pac-Man Battle Royale in twenty eleven. Huh. Yeah, and yes, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point there would there will be one on Switch. <laughs> Quite likely. All right, all right. That's Pac-Man. Uh, yeah. Mister and Mrs. Pac-Man. No, Mister and Miss Pac-Man. I'm sorry, uh, Miss Pac-Man. Uh, we might have uh, Miss. Pac-Man later on, but probably not because it's the same. It's uh, pretty much just an improved version of it. Yeah, with a different uh, character. So the the book will probably skip that one. Yeah, I assume I assume they'd all be under one entry anyways. I, I assumed. Know, actually, actually uh, Miss Pac-Man is gonna be a separate entry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll keep my mouth shut then. Teach me to we'll open We'll get my... back to that one in one of the future episodes. All right. We'll have a few in between. All right. Ah, oh, goodness. You know, this was... You know what? This was actually... This was... I feel like the gaming industry was nice to me today. It didn't throw me any <laughs> stupid, fucked up stories. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? There was no Kotaku. This episode... Yeah, this episode wasn't as, uh, well, in that uh, regard. Yeah, well, there was no, there was no Kotaku, no Polygon, no Press X. I feel like this was a good episode. I was, I'm happy with it. No Press. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, you thought I grew out of that? No, no, I don't grow oh, out never. of that. That's please don't. Oh, no, I can't grow never. out. I can't. If I grow out of that, you know there's a problem. The show has to end at that point. Yeah, that's true. That's All right. Um. Is there anything else? I don't think I have. I covered the Prince of Persia story, which was yes. one of the ones I was like, I need to talk about because the fact that that thing <laughs> got delayed again was more than worth my time. Yeah, from yeah. January to March at first, and then to an unknown state. Well, <laughs> it'll it'll come out at some. I you know what? Just cancel yeah, it. Like, Maybe. just can't cancel it. I don't. <laughs> Cancel it. Do us all a favor. Cancel it, and let's just act like you never announced it. Just, just leave it, leave it as it is. I, I imagine this. I imagine a lot of this might be because they don't actually still have the source code. Because mm -hmm. I don't Maybe. see why I don't see why you'd make it this way and have it look worse. Like. <laughs> Like, I don't know the uh, they might not have the assets or maybe they chose to not use them for whatever reason. Mm. Okay, well maybe they wanted maybe the Indian studio wanted to put their own spin on it and just uh, well that spin turned out to be a bit bad. Yeah, that mm. uh, yeah that's uh, that's being nice. It's being <laughs> it's being generous. Well, everybody have a fantastic weekend. Or week? Week. Yeah, week. A fantastic week. And we will see you all next time. And remember, yeah. remember, remember, boys and girls, 
She's not your vampire unless she's nine and a half feet tall. <laughs> Have Sleep a good well. Uh, yeah, I guess. <sighs> God damn it! I love, I love, I love video games, but I hate the industry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, like I love video games. I really do, but mm-hmm. fuck everything surrounding them. Everything. <laughs> like, yo, I haven't, like, wanted to, like, close my Twitter like you, Jennifer, but, like, there are some days I've been fucking tempted. Mm-hmm. I get fucking te- I'll see some stupid shit on my timeline. I'm like, fuck me. Why do I even bother? God damn it. <laughs> There's a constant background music when uh, when you look at what ha- what's happening in the industry, and it is. <sighs> <laughs> There's not enough alcohol. There's not enough alcohol for me to properly sedate myself to deal with this industry. There isn't. Not not without like liver failure. Yeah. Not without true. like conclusive liver failure and like me being in the hospital, then then maybe I can probably do something about it. In new in uh non show news, uh Final Fantasy fourteen mm-hmm. announced their next expansion. And oh yes. and mm. the PS five version as well, I think. Yep. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> delicious. Fucking delicious. Uh-huh. Guys, listen, listen. Mm-hmm. I can't quit this. Every every time I try to leave, every time, they introduce a new feature, a new function, a new class. Uh-huh. Guys, look. It's, I can't quit. I want to quit. Guys, I really do. I want to quit. I tried to quit. I've put the effort in the quit. But yeah, I can't. I saw something there yesterday here. Uh this can you confirm can you confirm <laughs> yes i can oh that's yeah that's that's basically it yeah <laughs> yeah that's that that yeah yeah, that's wow. That's actually all. See, the the <laughs> fucked up thing is, is because I watch this stream, so I look at every single one of these and go, "Yeah, I know what that is. I know what that. I know what that is." <laughs> oh, okay. This is that. This is that. that, this is that. Is. Ah, okay. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I definitely know what that is. <laughs> the whale. Do you know what the whale is? I'll try to tell you what the whale. No. Is. You don't know what the whale. So Do they're, tell. They're introducing a new uh, rideable mount. Ah. Which is a whale. So they introduced the Final mm. Fantasy 15 car a few years ago, and that was a right. Four, yeah, I've seen that one. That was a four-person mount, so four people could ride it. Mm-hmm. They're introducing the this whale. This one is eight. Yeah, this one's eight. You could have eight <laughs> people on this at once. That is amazing. <laughs> They're gonna have a whale of a time. That is <laughs> that is fantastic, and I fucking love it. I I look look. I, I fall in and out with this game, but every time Square's just like, hey guys, we have just even pull more you con- back in. We have even more content <laughs> for you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I gotta spend more money on this. 
and like I said before, Square is that this game is one of the few where like the the outside transactions I'm not like I don't get mad at because it's so optional. Like mm-hmm. so okay, sometimes I'm like, man, you're charging me a lot for this optional content. This op this optional stuff. We're talking like outfits, maybe extra mounts or something. And I'm like, it's like you want to get slightly upset about it, right? Because you're like, man, they're really charging me a lot for this shit. But then you're like, I don't have to buy this. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I upset? Hmm. Good question. And like, I I will say there is uh, they they straddle the line between between like being being acceptable and not being acceptable. They've somehow managed to straddle that line. And that line is very simple. If you are advertising your in-game shop while you are in-game, you've gone too far. Because I think that's just too much. Like, like I know, like, everyone knows the in-game shop. Like, because, like, I've played, like, uh, MMOs that, like, you get, like, a pop-up while you're playing the game. Being like, we have new items in the in-game shop. Go check them out. And I'm like, well, no. No. <laughs> I want to play. I don't want to. Don't fucking bother me to get me to spend more fucking money. The fuck? Oh yeah, here it is. The indigo mount. Is this it? Is this the mount whale? No, this is not the proper one. This can be written. Yeah, this this can only be written by two people. This is the old one. The new one they're putting out is gonna be fucking eight people. Apparently, the requirements to earn that mount are gonna be fucking absurd. Oh, okay. But I promise you, everyone I know is going to have one. Because <laughs> these folks are ride or die out here. I, I respect it. Hopefully you enjoyed this week's episode of the Caffeinated Banter Cast. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to check out some specific topics we talked about on the show, you can always follow the links in the description. Speaking of following... Why not also visit the website dedicated to the podcast cbcast.walkandshadows.com Anything we cannot cover in the podcast or simply want to write about can be found on blog.walkandshadows.com It's worth a look. You are also more than welcome to contact us on Twitter. My favorite main host Rezobasso can be found there as at Rezobasso. The other 50% German Besides me of the caffeinated banter cast, Cold Death can be found on Twitter as at Cold Death. Last but hopefully not least, the right account from me is at lady underscore sugarcube. And yeah, I'm still hoping to get rid of the underscore someday. See you on the next episode. Bye! <laughs>